You're listening to High Vibe Mindset, where entrepreneurs Aaron Smith, a sports physician assistant, and Melissa Smith, an intuitive eating dietitian and mindset coach, dive into all the juicy details of business, relationships, health, science, and spirituality. Now let's dive in. Helen Hardware is the soulful confidence coach and helps spiritual entrepreneurs have the confidence to be visible online by clearing their mindset blocks so that they feel unstoppable. Getting visible online can be scary and it's easy for us to worry about what other people might think or feel like we're failing or feel like we're not good enough like other people and compare ourselves, but it doesn't have to be this way. Helen helps her clients to find the root cause of their visibility fears, both in this life and past lives and connect to their higher self so that they can unleash their natural confidence and get the courage to be visible as their authentic selves and make their unique impact on the world. Hi, Helen. We are super excited to have you on the High Vibe Mindset Podcast. You provide a unique blend of psychology, spirituality, and strategy, and we definitely want to talk about all of that today. And you call yourself the Soulful Confidence Coach. So we would love to start this conversation and hear about where your journey with confidence began. Yeah, so if I I look back, people probably thought I was confident when I was younger and at school and in my career. The reality was that I wasn't. I was pretending that I was and I had low grade anxiety running beneath the surface. And I never really understood that's what it was until it led to burnout. And I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I completely lost all my confidence. I lost my sense of who I was. And um, that basically was my dark night of the soul. And so I decided that I, I needed to have a spiritual business. Um, it was what my, I was being called to do. I was a qualified yoga teacher and yoga was so important to my recovery that I wanted to be able to help other people with that. But when it came to actually putting myself out there with my business, I had all these thoughts around what if I'm not good enough? What if I try and I fail? What are other people going to think of what I'm doing? And I couldn't get past it. It was just like a brick wall in front of me. So I sort of slunk away from, from that idea and said, well, at least I tried and I really hadn't. Then that sense of, of needing to have a spiritual business didn't go away. So I retrained as a rapid transformational therapist and a hypnotherapist. And when I did and came to put myself out there again, all the old mindset blocks came up all over again. So I did the deep inner work. I did the shadow work. I stripped away the layers of why I didn't feel good enough. And when I did and I unleashed my confidence, then I realized that I wanted other people to feel that way. Now, we're all born with that confidence deep inside of us. But I wanted everybody to feel as confident as I did and to feel empowered to go after their dreams. Amazing. Yes. And I I have seen this so much time and time again of people not feeling good enough and struggling with business. This is super common. And I I love the work that you do. I love that you are a hypnotherapist. And thank you so much for sharing your journey with you know how you started. You started with one job and didn't feel good enough. And then you started with your business and all those thoughts kept coming up. And so let's talk about you know more of those common beliefs that keep us stuck. It sounds like that feeling of not feeling good enough is what some people would call imposter syndrome. So what keeps us stuck in imposter syndrome or self-doubt? And how do we break these 
patterns of beliefs? I think imposter syndrome is probably a symptom of that feeling of not being good enough. The other sort of self-limiting beliefs I regularly hear are nobody wants to hear what I've got to say. It shows up as perfectionism as well. Can't take an action because I'm not perfect. Comparing ourselves to others. And again, that comes back to that feeling of not being good enough. Feeling like success is not available to us or feeling like we're different and that we can't connect to others. So they are very much core beliefs. And how we break the cycle of that is to become aware of it, first of all. And it's only once we can become aware that we can then start to unravel and unpick and heal those beliefs and let them go. Awesome. Yeah. And that's the journey I've been on as well. And it's like, I feel like once you uncover one core belief that's not so great and you kind of work to heal that, it's like another one might pop up. Is that something you've experienced? And and how do you help people that might have a lot, like struggle with a lot of different limiting beliefs? So I think it can be like peeling an onion. There's layers and layers and layers. And we, we have multiple beliefs that can relate to the same issue. What I do with my clients is we get to the root cause of how we formed the belief in the first place, what experiences we had in childhood that created those beliefs. And we, we often don't even know that we've got those beliefs because they're buried in our, our subconscious mind. So we're not consciously aware that they're there. We just recognize that there's a feeling or a sense of something that's holding us back. So it's about getting to the heart of it. And understanding what that belief is trying to do to help you, because even the parts of us that we don't like are trying to help us in some way. And once we can understand that, we can negotiate with that part because we have as we're growing up and we create these beliefs, a part of us gets stuck at certain ages. And when we can work that out, when it was and what was going on, we can talk to that part. We can heal it and say, hey, you know what? I don't need to feel that way anymore. I'm not that little child. And we can then release that part with love and move on or upgrade it into who we are today. This is why the work you do is so incredible because, you know, I've only learned about this recently. And this is just something that we don't learn growing up. It's not talked about. I'm really happy that hypnotherapy is becoming more popular. And my one experience I've had with that was so transformative and just profound. Yeah, I'll share like my experience and I would love to hear more stories about your clients have experience. But for me, I, I had a session where I can't even remember what belief it was, but it was just, it's probably just all came down to, you know, not feeling good enough, just all that fear of failure and business and everything. And I did the hypnotherapy. So a visual popped in my mind of when was the, the first time one of these beliefs formed? And for me, it was having that anxiety of like, okay. I think the main thing that happened for me was I pivot a lot. So I will get really uncomfortable. I'll try something. And then as I'm in it, even if there's a little bit of success, I, I think I kind of self-sabotage and I'll be like, oh, but it's not going fast enough. I feel behind. I don't know if I'm really cut out for this. And then be like, maybe I should do this offer instead, or maybe I'll do this or have all these backup other side gigs working for other companies, even though I really want to <laughs> work for myself. So I'm like, what is this pattern? What is this belief that makes me want to keep giving up? 
up and pivoting and quitting. The scene that came up was early in childhood when I was first starting sports. And I remember the first day just feeling like I was probably the slowest and I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing and comparing myself to the other kids and then telling my mom, like feeling really distressed and her saying like, you know what, that's that's okay that you didn't do good. Maybe you're just not cut out for this. You don't have to keep doing this sport, which is not anything bad. It's her comforting me (laughs) about like, hey, it's okay. You don't have to do this. But it really, I think, created that belief of like, oh, so if, if I don't do well, that means I'm not cut out for it. So I think that really created that going forward with anything I tried. And it's crazy to think that one moment created oh, well, if I try something and I don't feel like I'm doing good or I look around and other people are doing better than me, instead of continuing and improving my skills, I'll just believe that I'm not cut out for it and then I'll just quit. So that was something that really helped me break that pattern and be okay with, hey, things are hard. I need to develop those skills. Keep going. So what are some examples and things that you've helped people in in these sessions like RTT or your hypnotherapy sessions? So that's all sorts of things. Everybody is unique. You know, I've helped clients that have had significant trauma, abuse or sexual assault and, and other dreadful things. And it's kind of obvious in those cases, you know, they are aware that there's a connection with that and, and how they've been feeling. But quite often, it's what I would call trauma with a small t. It's really minor stuff that as an adult, we would dismiss as unimportant. We've probably long since forgotten about, but it can create these deep subconscious beliefs that consciously we just, we don't know they're there. They're just buried deep down in who we are. And one of the ones that springs to mind is a client who came to me for perfectionism she was really struggling to put herself out there and get visible because she got to get everything perfect before she did. And she wasn't taking action. She was procrastinating. And she came to me because that's not obviously going to help you get, get visible and bring in an income. So we worked on her subconscious mind. And when we took her back, we went through a number of scenes through her teens and back to childhood where things had not worked out she felt that she'd failed with things. And I still had a sense that we weren't at the root core. And I do rely a lot on my intuition. And when we got to the root cause of it, when she was six years old, her aunts and uncles' marriages had split up. And in a heartbeat at six years old, that little girl had decided she had to be perfect so that her parents didn't split up. And it equated to, I've got to be perfect to be lovable. And she had no idea that was there. Her parents were still happily married. You know, it was never an issue. But we form these beliefs as children when we don't know better and we're trying to make sense of the world. So we were able to heal that part and to be able to say to that six-year-old little girl, it's okay, life worked out. And even if the parents had split up, it wouldn't have been her fault. So she was able to become a loving parent, that deep inner child, and just set her free and just let go of that perfectionism. And you can see a physical shift when we really get to the heart of it and somebody releases that part, 
they physically respond. And that's when I really know that they've got a breakthrough. I, I know a lot of people have childhood traumas or maybe not even traumas, but childhood experiences that reflect on their personality now in the present time. Just looking back kind of over your experience, have you noticed a certain time frame where a lot of these traumas or these experiences are happening? Like a lot of five and six year olds, like this is the kind of the prime time area for developing their personality and their their habits that they develop later in life? Or is it kind of all over the spectrum? Well, psychologists say it's from the ages of about two to about 15, 14, 15, because that's when our, you know, our minds are absorbing things. What I see with my clients actually is it goes back further. It goes back to newborn and it goes back to being in utero. It's amazing how many clients will go back to being in the womb And they're aware that their parents are fighting, you know, perhaps about money or that, you know, it's not a planned or wanted pregnancy or something like that. It's amazing how often the subconscious mind knows about those things. So I think it really does start pretty much from conception. Wow. I've heard this before, too, on a, that Netflix, the Bling Empire show, and they actually did a hypnotherapy session on TV. And it was someone who was adopted and he wanted he went all the way back to in utero and like why, you know, trying to figure out what his relationship with his biological mom and feeling like her feelings and her thoughts of her anxiety and everything. So I think that is so fascinating and I can totally see that. So that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, what is it with my past? life clients as well bring those beliefs in from previous lifetimes and that kind of sets our blueprint for what we arrive in this this lifetime knowing as well yeah it's crazy because it's like and i love thinking you know this conversation because i think sometimes people feel so alone or even like me i thought oh my goodness how do i have so many <laughs> so many crazy core beliefs and i <laughs> my childhood was great you know i'm like but then when i get in adulthood i'm like why am i struggling so much a lot really affects us and we're just not aware of it so that is why it's so important our subconscious is massive and it holds all that information and we just don't have access to it consciously. <laughs> you know, we're just not aware. We're living an autopilot. So it's really cool the type of work that you do. And it's so important, I think, for people, anyone listening, right, who's really struggling with different core beliefs, getting into the subconscious and figuring out what's going on. For our, our entrepreneurs, our aspiring entrepreneurs, our listeners here that are listening, and I know something really common for them is, of course, any of the fears the mindset blocks and everything coming up with business. And I think a big theme that came up for me and that I hear a lot of people is that they want more confidence. <laughs> they want to feel confident and you call yourself the soulful confidence coach. So can you tell us what confidence means to you? Yeah. So confidence is really a belief in our ability to do something. My secret is what I really do with my clients isn't confidence at all. It's self-esteem. It's unlocking that unlimited belief that who they are in the core of themselves is good enough. And when you unleash that sense, it it just unlocks this natural confidence and you can roll with it. So if maybe you, you come across something that you don't feel as confident about, you can say, hey, that's okay because I can learn, I can get experience and I'm going to grow from that rather than that fear of, hey, I, I really don't want to do this. Um, you know, I don't feel confident doing it. And that just links back to that sense of knowing that you're good enough in the heart of who you are. 
So when I talk about confidence, what I'm really talking about is self-esteem. I've actually seen a lot of people who were afraid to start either businesses or activities because they felt like they didn't know enough. It's similar imposter syndrome, but perhaps they were just learning something. They, they really were into it. They wanted to teach other people, but they weren't the expert yet. You know, just the whole imposter syndrome, being an expert, just having that fear of there's always another level you can reach, but you can still help a lot of people where you're at right now. And you can always continue to improve as you learn more. Are you looking to elevate your client experience to the next level? Whether you're in the wellness, photography, or mental health worlds, imagine the impact of offering your client a truly unique and memorable gift that supports them on a personal level. Introducing the Custom Affirmation Card Decks by Soleya. Our custom affirmation decks are designed to empower and inspire your clients, leaving a lasting impression that strengthens your professional relationship. So picture this, your own branded affirmation cards beautifully crafted with imagery that reflects your brand's essence. These card decks serve as more than just a gift. They become a daily reminder of your commitment to your client's well-being and success. Whether you're a life coach, yoga instructor, therapist, or photographer, your custom card deck supports your client's personal growth, even when they're not in a session with you. So why settle for generic gifts like candles or pens when you can create something truly transformational and beautiful? With Soleil's custom affirmation cards, you can tailor every aspect to align with your brand identity and the values that you stand for. And this process is easy for you. We do all the heavy lifting from design to ordering. Simply choose your affirmations, select the imagery, and add your logo and branding elements. We'll take care of the rest, delivering a high-quality, personalized product. Join the ranks of leading wellness, photography, and mental health professionals who are elevating their client experience with custom affirmation card decks from Soleya. Visit our website today at soleya.co slash custom to learn more and start creating your own unforgettable client gifts. That's soleya.co slash custom. And I'll spell it out for you. S-O-U-L-E-A dot C-O forward slash C-U-S-T-O-M. Together, let's inspire positivity and empower transformation one affirmation at a time. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think that is just so common that so many people hold themselves back because they think, oh, maybe I'll start that business or I'll write that book or I'll make that Instagram page or whatever the case once I've had 5, 10, 20 years in this industry. And it's like, no, you don't need to do that because the everyday person who's coming to you, they don't know any of this. You know, it's like if I hired you and worked with you, like I didn't know anything until I worked with you. Now I know a little bit, but you don't need to be an expert to improve someone's life and to help them and provide a service. And as long as you know how to help people and you're two steps ahead of them, that's that's all you need. And I think it's important for people to 
understand that. But that's part of those core beliefs and those those fears. And there's so many. I know we could speak to so many different types of ways we hold ourselves back. And I think a big one is the fear of failure in business. And I really love that you talk about turning that fear that we have. And this could be, I mean, I specifically want to talk about fear of failure in business because of our listeners, but this could apply, I think, to anything. Fear of failure to your relationships, whatever the case. So anyone listening, think of it in the same way. But you talk about turning fear into excitement. So what does that look like? So if we think about what the physiological response to fear is, you might get sweaty palms, your heart rate raises, you feel your heart panning in your chest, you might feel nauseous, you may feel dizzy. And if you also think about what the physiological response to excitement is, you get sweaty palms, your heartbeat rises, you may feel a little nauseous. It's exactly the same thing. And Tony Robbins has a, an, an, a great explanation of this. I'm going to steal Tony's story. But basically, it's the physical response. The body doesn't know the difference between excitement and fear. It's all about our perception. And Tony Robbins tells this story about Carly Simon and Bruce Springsteen. They both got nervous before they went on stage and you know, they, they came up with all those symptoms that we've just talked about. And Carly Simon would go and lock herself in her dressing room and say, I can't do it. I can't go out on stage. And Bruce Springsteen would say, when I get all those symptoms, that's when I know it's time to go on stage. And it's just about how we flip, how we perceive those symptoms. And it's exactly the same with a roller coaster. If you think about it, a roller coaster is a, a controlled fear that we turn into excitement. Yes. Yeah. Roller coasters, fear. A lot of people fear it, but it is. It's like it's a little bit of fear, but it's it's really excitement. It's the adrenaline, just like scary movies. And I think that is the difference. I love that you talk about that perception is so important because I think that will really help people listening. And I want you guys to really pay attention to this and do this experiment in your own life because I, I'm already thinking of so many examples where this has happened in my life. And I can think about the times where I do get those physiological responses like sweaty palms or my heart beats racing or I get that little knot in my stomach. And then it really comes down to my perception and my mindset and the thoughts and where I let my thoughts go. If my thoughts start going to, oh my gosh, I'm really nervous and start thinking worst case scenarios or what's going to happen, then of course, I'm going to feel nervous. I'm not going to enjoy the experience. But if I let my thoughts go to like, oh, oh my goodness, like, you know, I feel like all those symptoms, but I think like, wow, I'm excited. This is going to be super fun. Like you said, it's exact same feeling. So I would encourage you guys to think of that when you're going to hop on an Instagram live or do a, a new launch or anything. Don't let those anxiety thoughts run wild. So I, I always found this interesting. I had a, a high school teacher one time. She made us write this phrase down and then carry it around with us. And it was simply do it afraid. Fear is common. That shouldn't stop you. Like you may have those butterflies. You may have that nervousness, that anxiety, but Go ahead and do it anyway. And in your experience, how have people been able to help themselves transition from fear to maybe excitement when they're doing stuff? Are there any tips or tricks you have for our listeners? Yeah, change your state. And by that, I mean your physical state. So get out of your chair, put some music on, something that's going to be really upbeat. Create a playlist for yourself in advance. So I've got a playlist on Spotify of things that are going to excite and motivate me. And I'll 
put those on before I do a live and I'll dance around the room. So you can use that to really get going. And when you change your physical state, you actually can shift your mindset. If I'm before a client session to make sure I'm, I'm clear, I'll go out and stand on the grass and just ground myself. Now that's the inverse. That is, you know, slowing my heart rate down so that I'm focused for my session. But it, just to turn it into excitement, you can just you know, dance around and sing at the top of your lungs. My husband knows if I'm really nervous because I'm singing louder than ever. <laughs> so that's a really key one. And the other thing for entrepreneurs, of course, is to recognize, well, it's not just entrepreneurs. When we're feeling that fear, it's a sign of growth. So you can use that to say, hey, actually, you know what? I'm moving forwards a step. I'm, you know, I'm growing and I'm developing. That's why I'm feeling nervous. Isn't that great? Because I've already come this far and I've hit the new new level. And when I get past this, I'm going to feel great and I can do it again next time. Oh, I love these tips. These are great tips. And I want to do that too. I do that sometimes, but it's like a great reminder to do that. And I was just thinking like we get those nervous butterflies when we're in love or first meeting someone. And it's so funny how that's common to think of that in that type of new romantic relationship. But it's like, yeah, why don't we think about that for business instead of if we have those butterflies or whatever, those symptoms, and we automatically think like we go into those negative core beliefs of like, oh, does this mean that I'm nervous or I'm an imposter or I can't do this? But it's like, no, it just means you're excited. Like, have fun with it. And your Instagram bio says embrace your spiritual self, which I love. And so I definitely want to kind of transition here and talk about that because I would love to know what spirituality means to you. So for me, and I recognize that it's different for all of us, but it's a sense of being connected to something higher than us, some greater power. I'm kind of easy about what people call that, whether they call it God or the universe, but it's not about religion and doctrine. It's just about your personal sense of divinity within yourself and as part of that greater consciousness. And I do believe that we're all interconnected as well. It's like this giant internet that connects us all as human beings. And we're all spiritual beings that are here on earth to have a human experience. And that involves having emotions. So feeling fear, feeling excitement, worrying that we're not enough. They're all human traits that we're here to experience. So I do believe we're here to experience them and grow from them. And if we don't grow from them, we don't learn. That's when we get caught in a, a wheel of reincarnation where we have to come back and learn those patterns. And I see that with my past life clients. Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to think about, you know, we're here to learn, we're here to grow. It's okay to have emotions. We're having this experience, but it's like, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to embrace that and grow from it so we can keep moving forward? And then we would love to know what your go-to resources, routines, or practices are to stay high vibe. Well, as a yoga teacher, I've got to say yoga and meditation, you know, they are absolutely critical to my daily routine. I really notice it if I let my practice slip. So that's something that I find really important. I use a pendulum or an oracle deck for guidance just to tap into whether it's my unconscious mind or the greater consciousness. Who knows? I'm easy about it. It gives me guidance. It gives me that comfort. And I do think pendulums and oracle cards are a really nice way to just get the guidance that we need. Earlier this year, I learned how to read the Akashic Records. So I'll tap into those and ask for guidance and wisdom on that as well. And as I said before, 
I like to ground myself for a client session. That can be, you know, a way of really making me present and focused. And I ask my higher self to contact their higher self so that we can get the best intention for them from the session. I haven't used a lot of what you've done. I've, I've not done much yoga, but <laughs> I definitely see some benefits in it, even like in the medical field. There's been a lot of new kind of emerging research. Uh, there might be some older stuff that I just didn't know about, but uh, even around surgery patients and meditation would decrease pain levels after surgeries and better outcomes. It's so interesting to see the connection between the mind and body and how just a simple practice, meditation, yoga, just these simple acts can make a huge difference, not only mentally, but also physically as well. I think that's so true. There was some research done a while ago into a Kundalini meditation with a mantra, and they researched it with patients with dementia. And the improvement that it made in their cognitive function was really quite noticeable. And they did various brain scans and things. So yeah, that's fascinating how yoga and meditation can have such a physical impact on the body and the mind. Love yoga and meditation. <laughs> so great resources and practices there. Totally agree. So thank you so much. And please share with our listeners. We want to know all the ways that listeners can work with you and how they can follow you. So if you want to follow me, I principally use Facebook, which is just Helen Hardware. And my Facebook group is the Soulful Confidence Collective, which is for spiritual entrepreneurs who want to unleash their confidence to get visible and my website is helenhardware.com. And I like to work with my clients one-to-one. -one. I work in packages with coaching and hypnotherapy combined. Amazing. Guys, you need to work with Helen. If anything resonated in this episode and you want to gain more confidence, you don't want to be stuck in imposter syndrome, then I highly, 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 highly recommend. Of course, this episode was amazing. So thank you so much, Helen, for being on the show. And I took a lot away from this. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been grateful. If you loved this episode, subscribe and stay notified for new episodes every Tuesday. Leave us a review with what you liked or what you want more of. And don't forget, stay high vibe. Do you know these three things are sabotaging your ability to live your high vibe life? First is living in disconnection, which basically means walking around with no awareness of your body, emotions, or values. And second is letting negative self-talk run the show in your brain. That's just going to make you doubt your potential and stop you from going after your dreams. Finally, it's not having any supportive coping practices or self-care that doesn't take hours or cost tons of money. Because when you're living in chronic stress at home or work, the last thing that feels accessible is a spa day or a meditation retreat. We have personally struggled with all of these things, and that's why we created the Body Deck. This affirmation card deck has 77 intentionally designed beautiful cards to help you address all three of these high vibe killers in just a couple minutes a day. These affirmations will help you tune into your body and your inner world, practice positive self-talk, and best of all, it's super portable and affordable. For only $33, benefit from the transformative practice of affirmations anywhere you go.
So if you're ready to stop the self-sabotage and start being the highest version of yourself, you'll definitely want to get your hands on the Body Deck Affirmation Cards. Head over to solea.co. That's S-O-U-L-E-A dot C-O to get the Body Deck Affirmation Cards today. You can also find the link in the show notes.